Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Welcome back to Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. Joining me is my dear friend, and I mean dear friend, like a brother, Congressman Louis Gohmert. Louis, you're in Texas. We have seen just an awful, awful week of news coming from Texas. Mm. My belief, Louis, is that the American people are just fed up with these continued shootings and that they are expecting action, not necessarily action that would restrict their freedoms or restrict the Second Amendment, but they're not pleased and they want something of consequence that will at least slow down or stop these shootings. What's your reaction to what has happened in your state this past week? Well, it, it was just horrendous. It's it just really tragic. Uh, it's not enough to say so, but right now, um, mourning is in grieving with the families is what should be done. Uh, and then uh, rather than making a political event out of it, we have got to start quietly um making plans to do something that will deal with this with it you know uh it's just you know we've always had guns around america that's how it became america um and uh, it, people don't realize that the nra was formed uh, one of the reasons was to help those of color get guns because uh, there was such prejudice but um but we have got too many people that have guns that uh, uh, should have been stopped before they ever got to this, to situations where they could engage in a mass shooting. Um, but, you know, I go back to John Adams. You know, he said this Constitution was meant for a moral and religious people. It's totally inadequate for governing any other. And he is right. You cannot have a Second Amendment or a freedom of speech or a freedom of assembly when you do not have a moral people. And for years, with taking the cue from the Supreme Court, getting rid of the Bible and the Ten Commandments, uh, we quit teaching morals and, and people have been taught for at least 40 years that, gee, uh, whatever feels good, whatever you think, that's what counts. And they've lost their mooring. They've lost that foundation. Um, so you have people that are engaged in outrageous activity like like the shooter in Uvalde. I don't like to say names of shooters. It gives them credit that I'm sure they hoped they would have. But uh, like in his case, the, the red flag laws I'm hearing that are being talked about by the senators would not have prevented this. Uh, I mean, this kid was obviously mentally unstable, 
yet, uh, as someone had said from Uvalde, we don't have a mental health expert in Uvalde or anywhere near here. So uh, it's we have got to come up with a formula for making sure law-abiding people don't lose the right to defend themselves. Uh, you know, a good example uh, that some of us have been fighting for a number of years from the Obama administration, uh, they had had just Veterans Administration workers in health facilities, uh, not not doctors, but anybody that uh, would were taught to ask the question, uh, do you write checks to pay your bills or do you have somebody else do that? Well, if they hired an accountant to do that, or if, um, like in my case, the the spouse pays more of the bills and they say that, then that went into their chart as a reason why they should never be allowed to buy a gun. Uh, We can't have bureaucrats making those decisions. And what a lot of us have talked about in in the House uh, and, and especially, well, on the Republican side you got to have due process. There's got to be a way that you can, you know, make sure when you take away people's constitutional rights that they've had due process as the Fifth Amendment guarantees. Uh, And so I hear these folks saying, well, we just need to prevent. Well, as as Biden said, we got to stop 18, 19 year old teenagers, he says, from being able to get guns of war. Well, this was, as I understand, AR-15, and unlike what so many of the Democrats say about an automatic weapon, it's not an automatic weapon. Uh, You can't pull the trigger and it keeps shooting. That's automatic. That's what an M4 is that you're handed when you're 18 and you enlist in the military. That's what I, well, M16 is what I was trained on, but um, to have... Uh, since October, recruiting difficulties, which is understandable the way the commander-in-chief left people to die in Afghanistan without proper protection, and the the way so much of the military has become a social experiment. I can understand them having trouble with recruiting, and now the president says 18, 19-year-olds should not be allowed to have weapons well, he, he's got to think of the rent. And I, I know it's tough for him. Uh, he's got issues. But uh, somebody around him has got to think about what he is saying. He, he will damage our ability for this nation to defend himself if he goes off continually uncocked the way he has. And that's a poor metaphor. But um, it's a great metaphor. Louis, let me let me stop you there and ask yeah. you about something else. Americans. Uh, have to be troubled, and I know many people are, by sure. what we're hearing, that the police in Uvalde stood down. It was federal agents that defied those police that actually went in and finally brought an end to the shooting in the school. Also, yep. also that the door was propped open, the killer walked in unimpeded, was not engaged by anybody, contrary to early reports, and had stood outside of the school for 12 minutes firing off rounds. And nobody mm. stopped them. Is this a monumental failure of local law enforcement, number one? And by the way, law enforcement also said, look, we were, there were a lot of things going on. We were evacuating other students. We were waiting for tactical uh, people to show up. And it took the tactical team an hour to show up, according to some reports. 
But overall, is this going to be regarded as a failure of local law enforcement? And also, you know, Democrats and liberals whine and moan every time they hear somebody like Ted Cruz or you or anyone say, look, we have to do a better job at making sure that these schools are not targets. We have to make sure that they have that we have safety measures in place to stop any intruder in school and maybe limit the exits like they do in Israel, one entrance, one exit. What do you say about all of that? Well, I think all of that is totally, uh, the the measures you're talking about, James, are totally appropriate. And, you know, you and I, like you said, we're dear friends. We talk about these issues uh, off the air, too. And so we kind of know where each other stands. Um, but yes, those were all failures, uh, and they should have been addressed. It doesn't address this guy coming in with an AR, you know, at, uh, but, but my goodness, for 12 minutes to have gunfire, if that's, it's been put out as accurate and shooting outside the school and nobody bothers to lock the door, uh, you know, they should be locked. There should be one entrance in and one out, and there should be somebody to make sure only those that are authorized come in the door. Uh, but, man, when you have a heads up like that and nobody reacts, nobody does anything, just, I guess, hope it goes away, uh, 12 minutes is is just crazy. And, you know, these there were apparently, from the videos we've seen, a lot of law enforcement out in the street and the reports were one parent got tasered one got pepper sprayed one got handcuffed because they were yelling we got to go in got to go in and and they were getting desperate and and you know normally depending on the shot you don't die immediately uh so you you've got every minute counts they teach you that in life saving every minute counts every second counts uh, so it, it, like at Sandy Hook, you had heroic people, principal, others, but they didn't have a gun, so they were running at the shooter just with their bare hands. I, I'm, I think the people ought to be trained there and ought to be allowed, if they're trained, to carry in the school. I'm talking about teachers, obviously, not students. But uh, that is a, a huge failure. Uh, it, it, you know, it's just hard to believe somebody didn't go in. And James, the law enforcement that I, I've dealt with when I was a, a felony judge here in Tyler, um, we had a shooting in the courthouse. And to see our law enforcement, when gunfire was heard, they all came running to the sound of the gun. They all knew they were risking their lives turning and running toward the sound of the gun as everybody else was trying to get out. Uh, that's what we normally expect law enforcement to do. And I know you know, they can say, oh, well, but they could be running back into a trap. They knew there was one gunman uh, that should have been communicated, been clear. Uh, schools have to be trained of how to respond, and law enforcement is trained on how to deal with active shooters. They, it, it was a, a failure on so many levels. 
but this guy, he'd never been diagnosed uh, with mental illness problems, but it sure sounds like he had some big issues. These are things that have to be addressed. But if you say, uh, well, you can't buy a gun if you are troubled, who makes that call? Because we've already had Democrats say all the Republicans are nuts and they shouldn't and have guns. And we've already had this administration, Louis, try to brand parents concerned about the education of their children as domestic terrorists. And certainly, yeah, so if they ever get that branding, their Second Amendment rights, as well as many other of their rights, go away. Louis, we... Yep, thank you. Yeah, we... Yeah, and, yeah, and, and let me say, uh, Merrick Garland, our Judiciary Republicans, uh, uh, we have a letter again to Merrick Garland. He came in and lied to us, uh, and, and he said they weren't doing what we've now seen documentation shows they were doing, going after parents. So I guess uh, maybe the local law enforcement took a page out of Merrick Garland's book and saw the parents as the big problems and the domestic terrorists, and they were the ones that needed to be tasered. So we, this is so backwards, James, uh, and it does require a lot of looking. In the meantime, while some of, like, we're having some of these discussions quietly about what to do and where the problems are, we can't forget, and I know, I think it's one of the problems in this country that people belittle others for saying our thoughts and prayers are with them because uh, we have a president that instead of leading the nation in prayer as he did for six or eight minutes on D-Day, we have a president that just callously takes God's name in vain. That's another problem, actually, uh, for another time. But, James, thank you. Um, I love you. <laughs> Love and, you too, Louis. And we will talk again soon, my friend. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you. Thanks, well, James. Thank you soon, Louis. Louis Gormert, ladies and gentlemen, Bo Snerdley's Rush Hour will continue right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley. Bo Snerdley. On 77 WABC. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 